Welcome to St. Andrew's Presbyterian Church here in Fredericton, New Brunswick. Leading worship today will be Dallas Davis and Magenta Watson. Lighting our Advent candles will be Angela Black and her daughter, Georgia Garum. Sheila Black is our storyteller today, and Miles, Owen, and Gwendolyn Burrell will lead us in our children's hymn. Our organist is our beloved David Berry, and I am the Reverend Susan Brazier. Let us join together as we worship God. Come, overflowing joy, tiptoeing into our lives like children on the holiest of nights. Come, good news of grace, prepare our hearts to welcome you and all whose hopes have turned to ashes. Come, dreamer of peace, so that we may pour out our lives and gifts into a world in need of reconciliation. Let us worship God. Thank you. 
is the season of Advent, the time when we get ready for the mystery of Christmas, the time when we are all on our way to Bethlehem. But who will show us the way? The prophets will show us the way. Isaiah was a prophet that listened and spoke the word of God. He can show us the way. This is the light of the prophet. And the candle of hope. Let us enjoy the light. Mary and Joseph are on the way to Bethlehem. They can show us the way. They have a secret. An angel came to them and said, Do not be afraid. You will have the special Son of God. And you will call him Jesus. This is the light of the Holy Family. Let us enjoy the light. This is the candle of peace. I will now change the light. change the light of the Holy Family. Before the light was just in one place, but now it fills the room, it fills the world. We can be near the prophets and near the Holy Family anytime and any place. Let us pray. Dear Father, show us how to be prophets. Show us how to go peacefully to Bethlehem. Amen. <laughs> our busy minds, 
so that we will hear your word speaking through the scripture. By your spirit, create a space within us to receive your wisdom, your mercy, and your invitation to live for you. The scripture reading is from Isaiah 41, verses 4b to 13. I, the Lord, am first and will be with the last. The coastlands have seen and are afraid. The ends of the earth tremble. They have drawn near and come. Each one helps the other, saying to one another, take courage. The artisan encourages the goldsmith, and the one who smooths with the hammer encourages the one who strikes the anvil, saying of the soldering, it is good. And they fasten it with nails so that it cannot be moved. But you, Israel, my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, the offspring of Abraham, my friend, you whom I took from the ends of the earth and called from its farthest corners, saying to you, you are my servant, I have chosen you and not cast you off. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, I will help you, I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. Yes, all who are incensed against you shall be ashamed and disgraced. Those who strive against you shall be nothing and shall perish. You shall seek those who contend with you, but you shall not find them. Those who war against you shall be as nothing at all. For I, the Lord your God, hold your right hand. It is I who say to you, do not fear, I will help you. And now please join me in the psalm. 34 verses 1 to 8 as in your bulletin. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes a boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Look to him and be radiant, so your faces shall ever be ashamed. This poor soul cried and was heard by the Lord and was saved from every trouble. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Happy are those who take refuge in him. Please join me in prayer. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Our gospel lesson today is from the book of Matthew, chapter 1, verses 18 through 24. Listen now for the word of God. Now the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they had lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. 
her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. For the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife, but he had no marital relations with her until she had borne a son, and he named him Jesus. This is a word of God for the people of God. Have you ever noticed that every time a conversation between God and a mortal always starts off with the same greeting? Don't be afraid. I find this perplexing. Don't you think it would be more appropriate a greeting something along the lines of hello or hey there or how you doing or, or this time of year, how about even a, a Merry Christmas? But no, when you encounter a divine being, the greeting is always the same. Don't be afraid. I kind of have to wonder why that is. Occasionally, God attempts to talk to mortals using other greetings, but humans usually don't respond so well. And it isn't long before God is falling back on the tried and true opening line of, don't be afraid. For example, one of the best-known divine conversations is recorded in scripture between the angel Gabriel and Mary in the opening chapter of Luke. Luke describes the encounter as follows. God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth to a town in Galilee to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled by his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. God sends Gabriel to let Mary know that God has a little project for her. You know, change a few diapers, welcome some shepherds, entertain a few wise men from the Far East, then escape to Egypt and eventually return to Galilee to raise the Son of God. When the angel comes to Mary to tell her that she has the opportunity to be the mother of God, as we saw in this conversation, it really doesn't start off so well. Gabriel starts off nice and friendly. Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But Mary is baffled and, and doesn't know how to respond. In fact, she doesn't respond at all. Rather, we read, she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Mary wondered, what in the world was this guy talking about? 
So the angel Gabriel is forced to resort to the usual godly greeting. Gabriel tells her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Yep, it seems so long as God starts out the conversation with don't be afraid, humans respond much more favorably. As we see the same thing in our scripture reading from today, that's from Matthew. So while the Gospel of Luke tells us what happens when Mary finds out that she is going to be the mother of Jesus, the Gospel of Matthew sets forth God's annunciation to Joseph. Now, not surprisingly, the husband is the last to know. Joseph doesn't get informed of God's plan until after Gabriel and Mary have worked out all the details. All Joseph knows is that his fiancée is pregnant with someone else's child, and he is afraid. So he is devising his own counter-narrative to break off the engagement, which is not what God has planned. Only once everything is set into motion does God let Joseph in on the plan. God sends Joseph an angel in a dream. And this time, the angel doesn't mess around. The angel starts out with the tried and true godly greeting. First, he has to get the boy's attention. He calls him by name, Joseph. And, and just in case Joseph might wonder if the angel were really talking to him, the angel adds, Joseph, son of David. I think this might be like when our mothers use our middle names. Think of how much better we all respond when we hear our middle names. Susan Marie, I, I might be in trouble, and I am definitely paying attention. So the angel calls out in the dream, Joseph, son of David. And then there it is, God's favorite greeting. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. There were lots of things for Mary and Joseph to be afraid of. Pregnancy outside the bonds of marriage was a capital offense. The approximately 130-kilometer trip between Nazareth and Bethlehem, all on foot, although every Christmas card I've seen always includes a donkey. I'm not really quite sure where that donkey comes from, but just to let you know, there is no reference in any of the gospel accounts about our mysterious donkey. So we've got these two kids traveling 130 miles through a wilderness, all on foot. That's something to be afraid of. When they arrive in Bethlehem, there's a whole problem with the lack of accommodations, and then there's a kerfuffle fleeing from Herod's murderous rage, something else to be afraid of. In the midst of all this chaos, God tells both Mary and Joseph, don't be afraid. It is the same greeting that the angels will bring to the shepherds. While so many people claim that Christmas is the most wonderful time of the year, for many of us, it can be a very difficult time, a time of real fears, especially this year. The pandemic has completely rewritten our expectations. It, it has devastated families, stealing away their loved ones or their financial security. Eviction rates are on the rise and more people are facing homelessness. Fear of facing a holiday flooded with grief from the recent loss of a loved one or the fear that we won't get to see our loved ones because a pandemic prohibits travel 
fear of facing the holiday alone. God knows all about our fears. God knows that when humans become frightened, we can do really stupid things. Joseph was on the brink of divorcing Mary because he was afraid. He was afraid that the child she carried was not his. How often do we abandon people or projects that God has placed in our lives because we are afraid? In fact, the Bible from start to finish is absolutely flooded with stories about people who do exactly stupid things out of fear. For example, in the Garden of Eden, Eve and Adam hide from God out of fear. The Israelites in the wilderness, after they had watched all the miracles, the parting of the Red Sea and manna from heaven, well, when Moses goes off to talk to God and doesn't return back in a time frame that they thought was appropriate, they go and build a golden calf. Stupid things people do. The example of really good people doing stupid things out of fear pulses through the business world as well cutting corners on quality controls in order to make quotas, or hiding mistakes out of fear of being fired. All done out of fear. In this season of Advent, God tells us, do not be afraid. And this is so very hard for us to do. Joseph and Mary trusted God, and God brought them through the 130 kilometers of wilderness between Nazareth and Bethlehem, God will also bring us through whatever wilderness in which we find ourselves now. We just need to trust God. We need to follow God's laws. We need to be honorable and righteous and not to be afraid of hospitality and God's grace. This second week, of Advent is our first encounter with the Holy Family, Joseph and Mary, and God greets them with a classic Christmas greeting of do not be afraid. God is with us. We are not alone. Do not be afraid. In this season of Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, remember that God greets us at Christmas with do not be afraid. I am with you, Emmanuel, God with us. Amen. Please join me in the prayers of the people. God of wisdom and patience, in this season of Advent, we wait for your gifts of hope and peace to claim the world once more. We wait on you in prayer, knowing you hear us even before we speak. Prepare our hearts and minds to welcome the coming of your Son once again, and prepare our courage and conviction to follow the way of the Lord. Thank you for leading us on this way, especially in these difficult days when the pandemic still threatens 
and people are so divided. We are grateful that we can rely on your strength and comfort when so much around us has become uncertain. Comfort those who are troubled in mind or spirit as the days grow shorter. Strengthen the bodies and the spirits of those who are tired or suffering. Embrace those who are living with loss and protect children and young people for whom the future seems so confusing and unimaginable. On this National Day of Remembrance and Action on Violence Against Women, we lift up to you those families of the 14 young women who were murdered on this day 31 years ago at the L'Ecole Polytechnique in Montreal. We pray for all victims of intimate partner violence who spend their lives fearful of their partners walking on eggshells. Their world, their entire existence, is a crazy world that makes no sense to those of us who sleep safely without fear. Help us to learn how to be non-judgmental allies and advocates awash in patience. We pray also for the missing and murdered Indigenous women. We sit here so comfortably while others suffer uncertain what, what they can do. Give us understanding and a willing heart. God, who makes all things new, turn our lives upside down and shake out the unnecessary distractions of the season. Focus us on what truly is important and who truly matters to us. Turn our lives right side up so that our priorities and purpose match those we have learned from Jesus. Shape and reshape us until we conform to his way of loving and his likeness. Turn us upside down, O oh God, so that we may value what is hidden and small more than what is showy and grand. Open our eyes to the needs of the most vulnerable in our community and help us to speak out with them and for them, even if we must challenge those who usually get their own way. Turn us right side up, O oh God, so that we can see that we have much more than enough resources to share with those who have much less than they need day by day. Hear us now as we name the places and people and situations that need your care. God, you are the Alpha and the Omega, our beginning and our end. Strengthen us with your spirit to build your kingdom here and now, now and always. Hear us as we pray together using the words that Jesus taught. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is a kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
Go out into the world in peace. Have courage. Hold on to that which is good. Return no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the suffering. Honor all people. Love and serve the Lord, rejoicing in the Holy Spirit. And now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and bring you peace.